Hello, everyone, and welcome to the College Unlocked podcast, where we are here to demystify the college application and college admission processes. We're your hosts, Hollis and Jordana, and we're going to go ahead and help you unlock your college potential. Let's get started. Welcome to the College Unlocked podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be going over how Hollis and I became IECs and tell us a little bit about ourselves. Hi, Jordana, and thank you. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about myself, Um, something I always enjoy doing, doesn't everyone? But I am probably the most unlikely person to have been found in this industry. I'm I'm the first generation in my family to have gone to college. I went to community college and my entire college admissions process consisted of going into DePaul University after I completed my two years at community college and saying, hey, I think I'd like to go to college here. Filled out an application, started two weeks later. I was on the 10-year plan of undergraduate studies as I was working full time and attended classes on lunch hour and evenings. I then went into high tech and I spent the next 25 years traveling around the United States and the world. Uh, as an uh, analyst and project manager, and then ended my career in high tech as a VP and director of e-business for a small analyst firm out of the East Coast. When they merged with their largest competitor, I decided to do something completely different and still not in college admissions. I opened a yarn store. I know that's the exact opposite of high tech, and that was the point. But it's what led me to end up being in college admissions. One day in 2006, I was sitting in the store thinking, this isn't where I wanted to be. It wasn't intellectually stimulating enough. It wasn't making the money I wanted to make to make sure my own kids could go to college. When a fellow Girl Scout leader walked in and said, the words that changed my life. So I just completed the UCLA program in college and career counseling. And I think you should take the first class. Now I would have done the exact opposite, told her it was time to hire me, but I took her advice anyway. And the first class was a revelation to me. It was super fun. I loved working with uh, researching the schools, editing essays, et cetera. Decided to continue in the program. My first class of students was actually my Wednesday morning knit group, most of whom had students in high school. So I helped them with essays. I helped them do school lists, not really knowing what I was doing. Spent the next three years getting the UCLA program, graduate program, completely uh, under my belt. And at one point in time, I was working for IBM in the morning, the yarn store in the afternoon, taking the courses in the evenings and early evenings working with students. Something had to give. No one wants to have that kind of imbalance in their lives. So instead, we decided to, we as a family, decided it was time for me to quit my job at IBM, leave my creative process behind, and start working as a full-time admissions counselor in 2009. And I've never looked back. It's been the best thing I've ever done. Worked with over 700 students. In 2014, I became an independent educational consultant as a professional, in other words, a CEP, Certified Educational Planner. Took the exam and have committed every five years to doing 75 hours of training, 75 schools, mentorship, and to making sure that we make our profession the best it is. I'm proud to say that our students find for themselves their perfect fit. And I'm really excited about the fact that my practice has expanded to bring on others, including Jordana, who's going to tell her, your, I was going to tell us her story now. Go ahead, Jordana. Yep, thank you. Um, one important thing to note, and we haven't mentioned this, um, is that 
Hollis is actually my mom. So not only have I joined her practice as a colleague, but also as a family member in the succession plan. So um, I didn't think I would be in this position when I started my professional career, um, but expect the unexpected always. Um, so a little bit about me. I started doing this work full time in July of 2021. Um, at that time, I was living in Boston. Um, and I had just finished grad school and getting my master's degree in organizational leadership from Northeastern University. Um, but before that, I was actually attending college myself in Orange County, California. I went to Chapman University right out of high school. Um, I got my bachelor's degree in educational studies and communication. And all four years at Chapman, I worked in the admissions office there. I was a tour guide. Uh, I was an office assistant and I was also an admission fellow. So I got to interview students. I got to give tours on campus year round. Um, and I also got to read applications and travel with the admissions team. So I knew I wanted to be related to admissions work, something in higher ed professionally, which is how I ended up in Boston. So after I graduated in 2018, I applied for jobs in admission offices, mostly in the East Coast and in Southern California. Um, and Soon after I graduated college, I ended up uh, being offered a position at Northeastern in their Office of Undergraduate Admission. I was an assistant director of admissions for three years, for three application cycles. Um, and in that capacity, I got to work with both first year and transfer applicants. I got to work with both international and domestic applicants as well. Um, and the admission territory I worked with was um, very sort of sort of all over the place, but also gave me a lot of really well-rounded experiences. So while I was in that position, I got to work with both first year and transfer students from Arizona, upstate central and western New York, uh, parts of Massachusetts outside of Boston. And then I also got in um, experience working with students who were applying to Northeastern from South Asian countries as well. So pretty much the countries that border India. Um, and at that same time, as I mentioned, I was working on my master's degree. And when I finished that up, I decided it was time to head back to the West Coast and uh, sort of have a different role, which is when I decided to, to work professionally as an IEC. So one of the things that we're really excited about is just how our experiences bring things to the table that can help our students. Since I had the experience in high tech, I've hired, I managed, I know what workers are looking for in that high-tech environment and what sort of prepares them for it. Having the yarn store taught me a lot about following creative passions and what that means in terms of the trade-offs. Sometimes it is a trade-off in terms of profit, sometimes it's not. And there were other things in lifestyle that can go. Uh, one of the things I discovered was sometimes you don't want to do a career as your, as your hobby or your hobby as your career would be more accurate because it sometimes takes those fun out of what's a hobby, that ability to explore, because you have to make your bottom line. And this is something that we can use in coaching our students to do that. Jordana's experience in reading for multiple institutions lets her bring that to the table as well. So IECs just aren't about the sum of their, of their um, experience. They're also about the sum of their experience plus the sum of the experience of what an IEC is. And to help you with that, our next episode is going to talk about that. Mm -hmm. So tune in to find out more about what an IEC actually is and what they do and how we work and all of the fun things about being an independent educational consultant. Thank you so much, and we look forward to talking to you next time.
Thank you so much for tuning into the College Unlocked podcast. For more information on College Unlocked and our services as independent educational consultants, please visit us at collegeunlocked.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.